Hi, this is Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Buying your first home can be overwhelming, but here are five tips to make the process go smoother. Number one, find a lender, me, Ed Locke, that can answer any questions you might have and help you get pre-approved. There are multiple options available based on your situation. Number two, work with a real estate agent you can trust. Number three, don't rush the process. Take your time and know that the process could take some time. Number four, consider all the costs. Number five, get a home inspection and review it with your realtor. Keep these tips in mind, budget for yourself, and you'll be that much closer to making your dream of homeownership a reality. So reach out to me at 502-680-0953. NMLS ID 448-908, DAS Acquisition Company, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 227262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing opportunity. You have scoured the podcast world. You have finally found the place where news is weighed in the balance. Welcome to Newsworthy with Stephen Jerry. Two words and two question marks. Jerry, it's Wednesday. Hey, Mr. Steve. How yes, are you, man? I'm excited I'm today. Great and getting better. I'm excited. You finally cut the cord. You finally said, okay, I'll let you have an episode. And we're finally talking about conspiracy theories today. Yes, we are. Woo! <laughs> I'm guessing this has been your lifelong dream since you were like a six-year-old boy, probably, right? Well, I mean, if we did a secondary podcast, this is probably where I would want yep. it to be. Just right up in, let's just crawl down the rabbit hole, dig a little deeper, and see what all we can drag out. That would be awesome to me. <laughs> One reason I have hesitated about going there for so long, I am afraid that if we let you get far enough down that conspiracy theory hole, you're never coming back. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to become, uh, what's that guy's name? Alex Jones? Just going to Alex Jones right off the yeah. cliff, huh? Yes, you are. Now, that's exactly what happened to him. I, uh, Sandy, I mean, how do you come out and say that the Sandy Hook school shooting was a bad shit? Yeah, that it no, wasn't real. I, I that, it. that no kids died. How do you look some mom and dad in the face, which he did numerous times, and say your child didn't die? Your child was not shot at the Sandy Hook Elementary Dude, school. Dude, I have no idea. I heard him on Joe Rogan, the, the Joe Rogan experience the other day, and he was talking so crazy stuff and i'm like okay. he's, he's out there but on a lot of things he makes enough sense that you're going hmm yeah. maybe there's something to that yeah and this particular topic was about uh if i'm not mistaken it was about why the walmarts are positioned where they are in america it's are you kidding me no i'm not and and walmart has a contract with the united states that walmarts are to be used as um many bases if we were ever invaded they would just shut the walmart down and the government could take over and that's that and they I, I don't remember the ins and outs it's alex jones so i didn't pay a whole lot of attention so what conspiracy theory does that remind you of uh don't know 
There was one a few years ago about a mattress store. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. It started in Chicago, and apparently there was a few places where they were very close to each other. In other words, like maybe two stores, same mattress company, less than a half a mile apart on, you know, the same road. And the next thing you know, there was a huge conspiracy theory that these guys were into money laundering, that it wasn't a legitimate business. And that conspiracy theory got a lot of traction. Yeah. You heard a lot about it for a while. And and you can actually see why. If you go just like, I think the nearest, we have one in Frankfurt, one a few in Lexington. There's never anybody in there. The store's never closed. I guess a mattress firm, that was the company in question. Mattress firm. Yeah. So you drive past four or five times a week, and there's never anyone in there. And then they open another one three blocks down. It's kind of crazy. No, yeah, not really. You don't think you, so? Here's what it tells me: the markup on mattresses is incredibly high. <laughs> it must be so ripped off. By the way, there's several places now that you can buy the mattresses online, and they'll ship them to you free. Oh yeah, that's where uh, I get them all. And, and they're selling them way cheaper than these oh, guys yeah. are in the stores. And that's the future of it. You know it is. So Jerry. I know yes, you have Steve. a brother. I do. I Guess what brother. today is? Did brother's you call him? It's National Brothers Day. No, I didn't. I didn't call mine. I didn't call mine yet. He didn't. They didn't call us either, though, right? That's right. Dang it! And the other day it is is Aviation Mechanics Day. All right. You know why that's important? So you don't fall out of the skies. Well, yes, of course. But I'm talking more important than okay. you know making sure airplanes don't fall out of the sky. Why is that? Because I did a thing yesterday, Jerry. You did a thing. What kind of thing? I bought a new motorcycle yesterday. Uh-huh. New to me. It's used. But the this reason. Goes so fast, it feels like you're flying, right? That's your no, tie no, into no. aviation. No. The person I bought it from is a helicopter pilot. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. I got a Triumph Tiger 800. Uh, big, Kind of a bigger bike. Uh, a little bigger than I had before. A little smaller than I started with. But it's perfect. I love it. I'm excited. When are you going to go away from the crotch rockets and get a big Harley? I'm, I don't have a crotch rocket. What are they? It's that style, isn't it? No, mine's considered an adventure bike. That's the style I like. I fall into that nerd category. That's what I do. What I is do. it in between the other two? Yeah, uh, like it is a blend between. It's called, a lot of them are, there's two classifications of them. There's true adventure bikes, which would be your Kawasaki KLRs, your Suzuki DRs, uh, 400s and 600s. Those type bikes, which are strictly more off-road, but they can go on-road. And then there's bikes like mine, which is called a sport tour. Uh, means it can go off-road, but it's better suited on-road. But it, it, it's more about the seating position. On a crotch rocket, you're leaned over the seat or over the tank. You know, you're down in a crouch position. Um, my bike, you're very upright, very angled is what they call I've it. I've seen you, you leaned over on these. A couple of times, you know, when you're speed, but typically you don't have to. Gotcha. Um, and then, of course, you got your cruisers, your Harleys, your your Goldwings, your big Yamaha V-Stars, those type of things. So there's several classifications. Mine's kind of in the middle. It's a blend between the cruiser and the sport, the sport bikes that you're talking uh-huh. about. Gotcha. Gotcha. How many people on this seat? How many people what? I don't know. Double's asking how many people in this seat. I don't know. I don't know the question. 
I don't understand the question. So anyway, it's also National Bermuda Day. National I've actually Bermuda Day. never been to Bermuda. I'd like to go uh-huh. there on a cruise. Um, Bermuda is its own country. It used to be British owned, I think, or British Isle. Controlled. Um, we were actually planning a cruise there uh, two years ago, but they were one of the countries that went crazy about COVID, locked everything down, and we couldn't go without like 15 doctor's notes saying we were clean and all that stuff. So he's like, eh, we'll just avoid it. I remember taking a taxi ride when we were in Bermuda, and uh, we were talking to the guy about the uh, Okay, I don't remember what we started talking about. But anyway, the question of their money come up. And he really very quickly, very adamantly told us that the people in Bermuda want that bee's, I'll abbreviate, that bee's face off their money. (laughs) They were tired of looking at the Queen of England, and they wanted that bee's face off of their money. You know that since we're going to be talking about conspiracies tonight, there was a big conspiracy about the Queen of England, right? I do not remember that. Oh, well, one of the big conspiracies about the Queen and the entire royal family is that they belong to a group of lizard people, uh, lizard aliens. Um, Just saying. I just thought it out there. We're just not getting into it. I'm just saying that that was a conspiracy. Never heard that one. Yeah. Somehow it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Some of the crap. Yeah. Devil, we're glad you're here today. Appreciate you, as always. as always. So what else has been going on in your world today? We just re-signed with Ed Locke and USA Mortgage. That's an exciting partnership. I'm excited for that. Um, he came over today in the studio here. We got some new ads printed and we're ready to go. I'm ready for another quarter of Ed Locke. We have room for you too if you want to advertise with us. That'd be awesome. Especially you, Stella Rosa. Ah, uh, see... I'm glad you brought it up because that is exactly my bike is solid black. Yep. So it only was fitting to and name. It's sweet. It is sweet, and it was only fitting to name her Stella. <laughs> Absolutely, Stella Rosa. <laughs> um, so Stella Rosa, if you happen to listen to our show, we're still waiting for our sponsor um, ship since we promote yep. you so dang much. <laughs> Tonight we're not drinking though. Uh, we just chose not to. Uh, Jerry's I'm trying to cut back on my sugar intake a little bit since my diabetes is getting out of control. Yeah, we don't. We want you to stay around and keep your toes and all that good a little stuff. Off. Well, you know, not go blind. Mm. Speaking of that, I did get some bad news this week. I just found out that I'm colorblind. Oh, really? That news come out of the purple. <laughs> That is good. I like that. I thought you'd like that one. You're picking on me because I am colorblind, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> not picking on you. I just thought you'd relate to it. And purple is one of the colors that I'm colorblind yep. on. And purple and browns, I just can't tell them apart. Yeah. Um, I can't help, but we have a window here in the studio, and it's still daylight outside, and it is messing with me, and I don't know why. <laughs> it just seems like we, for how many months, have done oh, our God. episode in, in the, the dark. dark. Wow. Anyway, so you know, oh, go ahead. I always hated wintertime. Um, I guess it was the hours, you know, at the retail store that I was working at. But f- during the summer or wintertime, there was two or three month period when I would go to work and it was dark. I would come home and it was dark. Yeah. 
That was just so depressing. Yeah. He worked all, literally all day long. So depressing. That's funny you say that, considering you're talking about when you worked there and you would literally drink 66 bottles of Mountain Dew every day or Pepsi Never, or yeah, whatever. Pepsi. <laughs> I, I can't remember how many arguments we had. Jerry, why don't you just buy a two liter? Because well, you can't carry a two liter in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. <laughs> that they do. So that I have your week. It was good. It was good. I've been very busy. Um, we did some promotional videos this week. So coming to a Facebook near you, you get to see my big ugly mug. Um, pretty excited for those. Got a new listing on a house. Um, so that's going to go live tomorrow. So that's always good. Uh, very much so. Yeah, but I have to. I have to go on a little rant here. Okay. And. I only bring this up because I was in a forced situation in Georgetown the other day. Unfortunately, we had a um, in, in central Kentucky, we had a, a sheriff's deputy that was shot and killed at a routine traffic stop. Terrible situation. Terrible. And they were doing his um, they were moving him back to his his final. You know, they were doing the parade. And I was on my little bus route thing, and I was stuck in, in the only place. I was on my lunch break. The only place I could eat was McDonald's. There was no other place around. I haven't eaten at a McDonald's for lunch for, like, months, probably years, to be honest. And a couple of months ago, they came out and said, well, we're making everything taste better. I was like, all right, fine. I'll go ahead and try this McDonald's. First of all, have you been in a McDonald's lately? In at least two or three years. Whoever has designed the new look McDonald's has to be on some sort of antidepressant. This looks like, I remember the fun McDonald's. You go in, you got the ball pit, you got the little McDonald dude running around, the Hamburglar, red and yellow. This place looked like it was like a, a zombie movie. It was terrible. They got rid of all the ball pits, I think. All the ball pits, all everything. And I understand there's a liability there. I get that. But this is the extreme other way. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I ordered, I ordered the uh, two cheeseburger large size. Not the fish sandwich. Yeah, I know. Usually your go to. That's usually the only thing I'll order when I go to McDonald's. But I decided I won't try the new hamburgers because they said it was all new. Dude. I paid ten dollars for this food, ten bucks, it, it, because I got the large. Because I'm very picky with my fries, and a large fry will get me like you know half half an order of fries is what I actually eat. So, um, I, you know, I love my dogs, so I wouldn't have fed them this. I would have fed my. I, I don't even think I would have fed my cats this food. It tasted it, bad. It was terrible. See, that's Terrible. one thing I've I've always thought McDonald's was pretty good at making their crap taste decent. Uh, we all know it's crap. We all know that it's not healthy. It's uh, th- there's a lot of things wrong with it. I'm not going to go into detail for those people that do eat there. No, no. I want to know. I want to hear where can those people reach us at, Jerry? Um, if you eat at McDonald's, send us a text, send us an email, and please explain why. At <laughs> They've got a couple of ways. One is to email us at newsworthywithstephenjerry at gmail.com. They can text us at the text number of 540-709-1318. Just one thing I would like to add. Uh, 
if you do email us that you eat at McDonald's, we will pray for you. We can empathize with you, but we really can't help. I don't know how to help someone who eats at McDonald's. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm telling you, this was the most rancid, gross food. And, you know, for years, you and I have even said, hey, if you get fresh fries at McDonald's, they're really good. Yeah. No. I had, These fries were very fresh. I literally couldn't eat them. I'll be darned. Could not eat them. Like, so, of all the fast food restaurants out there, I would rank their French fries like somewhere around 10 or 11. Seriously. Hardee's, uh, Burger King, uh, probably not Burger King. They're right below. They're right down there with them. Hardee's, Culver's, K- uh, KFC, all of those places have much better fries. Wendy's is and, by far the best. Do you think it's just this one place, this one time? No, I, I, don't. I mean, McDonald's is known for their French fries. I can't believe they would change them. They were fresh, much. Jerry. Fresh. I, I just had they been again, laying there 15, you know, no, 15 I years. I get it. I just can't believe when you have been that successful at something. And, and French fries is the one thing that people have talked about in a very positive way with McDonald's for I, many years. I'm just I can't believe you, they would make much change. Other than an occasional uh, breakfast sandwich. I will never go back there for lunch ever. No, I, it was terrible. There. Ten bucks for ten dollars. I could have went to Culver's and had a real meal. Do you like Wendy's? I love Wendy's. I do too. I, it's real food. It, it is. It's real food. The chicken sandwiches is real some, chicken. Uh, yes, it is. I had a uh, a couple of relatives. There's a chicken processing plant in Clinton County, Albany, and they make a lot of the chicken nuggets for Wendy's in this area. And it was real pieces of chicken, yeah. not chopped, processed, minced. It was real pieces of chicken, which yeah. you can tell by looking. You don't need yeah. to know someone that works there. But it's not just their chicken nuggets. I've always thought that Wendy's, for a fast food place, did as good or better job than any of them at having real food that, that's natural. And, and, and of course, they got me big hearts now because they got the strawberry frosties back. They do. Strawberry frosties are back at Wendy's. And they've got Woo! great chili. Yeah, they're awesome chili. Good. I've heard a lot about that. Doesn't have noodles in it, but you know, can't be perfect. You can add some spaghetti. I was raised with <laughs> that's a Kentucky thing, I think. No one else. I get I got this one guy that rides my bus. He's from Michigan. He gives me crap all the time about yeah. that. <laughs> it's not a popular thing outside of Kentucky. It is not. All right. So we're going to go into conspiracy theories today, huh? You mind if I cover something real quick before we absolutely, do that? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, a few weeks ago, we were talking about Em Tongi. Remember that the guy on American Idol? Yeah, he sang yeah. monsters. James Blunt song. Uh, this past Sunday, for those of you who didn't watch or hadn't heard, Mister Em Tongi won American Idol. He is the season or the 2023 winner. We no longer have to wonder who sung it better, Tongi or James Blunt. During the season finale, they sang it together. Blunt was on the show and he and Liam Tongi sang it together. Oh, wow. We also recently talked about one other musical star. Who would that be? Recently? Yeah. A couple months ago. Taylor? Big old boy. Oh, I have no Mr. idea. Mr. Jelly Roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jelly Roll. It's the only two people we've talked about. <laughs> Ian Tongi. He doesn't Jelly stick Roll. in my mind very much. 
Did I tell you, I, did, I, did I bring up the whole funny story about that? I think, I, I feel like I forgot. What? That when Jelly Roll was here, I was really mad because everybody said they were going to Jelly Roll. He's getting all dressed up. And I thought I was mentioned, missing like a, a convention at the convention center all about Jelly Rolls. I was really upset about that until I figured out, oh, that's an actual person. <laughs> and actually, you and I think you and then Double were talking about him on the show was the first I had ever heard of him. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you guys had heard about him before I had. But anyway, we, we were recently, a couple months ago, talking about Jelly Roll and his rapid ascension to the ranks of music superstars. He was also on the Idol finale. He sang uh, his, I guess, original song save me with laney wilson and he also performed need a favor with the idol contestant named oliver Steele. now we've only talked about two musical artists on this show em tongi and jelly roll and i can talk about a lot more i love music last night they are not last night sunday both of these guys were prominently featured on american idol coincidence I think not. No, somebody is definitely listening. Obviously, to our show. yeah, absolutely. The, the New York uh, Times American is Idol listening? producers obviously is newsworthy fans. If, that, if, that's my if, conspiracy theory for the night. If they were to uh, um, listen to us more often, perhaps they would be able to run another ten years instead of going off of the air after this year. See, that's the problem. Who's going to? This is American Idol's last year, isn't Who it? Is it not? I have no idea. I think it is. I, I think. Don't watch I, don't know. I, I don't watch any TV hardly at all. Occasionally something will come through after the fact, and I'll uh, go back and watch it, which was E.M. Tongi. I didn't get to see him live originally, and I didn't watch last Sunday's episode, but uh, when I saw that he won, I had to go back and watch at that point. All right. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that in and also segue that into my conspiracy theory. That's good. Look at you go. You did bring up a conspiracy theory. Well, that I actually believe. I'm so <laughs> I'm excited. A conspiracy, our first conspiracy theory about newsworthy. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. That is awesome. That's one that I think everyone can get behind. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So for this first, now titled tonight's episode, Conspiracy Theories, Book One of the Pyramids. So what I want to do is, and, and maybe once every couple of months, we'll add another book to this, This and you maybe you'll, if this episode goes pretty good, you'll let me have another one later. Um, Whenever you want. <laughs> um, but there is so much contradictory, crazy, uh, out of this world, um, nutso uh, uh, things about the pyramids that I absolutely felt like uh, we should cover. It it sounds like fun. It sounds like a hoot. Now, we're going to cover, I'm going to start by covering facts, and I'm using air quotes with the facts, okay? Because here's here's the bottom line about the pyramids. The truth is, no one knows when, how, or by whom the pyramids were actually built. There's theories about that. The Egyptologists think that, you know, the Egyptians 
built the Great Pyramid of Giza during the Khufu era, that it's to honor him, that it has him and his mother's uh, sarcophagus, sarcophagus, thank you, <laughs> in there. Um, but that's all speculation. It's 100% speculation. The only thing that actually even ties the pyramids to Egypt was the fact that there was a few hieroglyphs in paint during one of the into one of the cha- the channels cut inside the pyramid. Um, Not the and, only thing that ties them to Egypt, other than the fact they're right beside Egypt. I mean, they're located in Egypt. But guess what? what? During the same time period, pyramids were being built all over the world. Not to that. Um, not of that magnitude. Right. No, I mean, it's the Great Pyramid of Giza for a reason. I mean, it's the biggest in the world. I get that. But pyramids of enormous stature are built all over the world. The Incas did. The Aztecs um, in in many South American countries. Uh, obviously, all across the desert, there's almost 200 pyramids in, in, in Africa. So it, it's not like that this technology just happened in the Egyptians. It, they were, now, there's differences in the style and the architecture between the different pyramids, but the same basic concept are all the same. So, so we'll say we're, we're going to air quotes the word facts, and it, we'll just use that as assumed correct, okay? okay? But I have a few flaws with this, okay? And we'll get to those flaws as we go down through the list. So the first we'll cover is like the top 20 um, facts, and I'm using air quotes again. So number one, and I'm getting this information directly from discoverwalks.com. You can go check them out, discoverwalks.com. And these are their top 20 facts. So they say that the pyramids of Giza were the first to be built. Um, In fact, there was a couple of pyramids that were not perfect. Uh, one's called the Leaning Pyramid or the Bent Pyramid um, because it was done in an imperfect shape, and they just stopped on it. Eh, that's not right. We're going to go somewhere else. Um, they es- estimate that um, that it was constructed somewhere around 2630 BCE. Um, so, and then there was... The Red Pyramid, which is actually the first pyramid, is what they, they're calling that. And that was built somewhere between 2613, 2589 BCE. So there's a little confusion there. Um, but the, the, all of the pyramids in that area were built at, the, at first, as far as that goes. And those are all, when I say the Giza pyramids, they're all built on this plateau together. Um, the Great Pyramid, obviously, is the big one. It's the one that everybody knows about. So, um, secondly, uh, the Giza pyramids have all shrunk. That's pretty much a, a given fact that that's pretty factual. Um, and by shrunk, we mean that the pyramid.
houses and temples and whatever. The interior of the pyramid has three chambers. That is a sort of fact. They've actually found, since this was written, they found two more chambers, and they've been explored with a robot because that's the only thing that can fit in those chambers, which is kind of neat. Um, all of the chambers in the pyramid are completely empty. There's nothing in there. There's one mounted uh, red, I think it's red, um, sarcophagus, which they uh, uh, believe was for Khufu. Um, they say that the, the, the body, the mummy, and the, the actual coffin and all that had been looted years and years, hundreds of years ago. Uh, they are the oldest and the last remaining original seven wonders of the world. And we're talking Giza, the, the giant, the Great Pyramid of Giza, especially. Um, all of the others, there have been proof that they existed, except the uh, Hanging Gardens of Babylon. That's they actually not have any physical proof that that ever existed. Um, but the pyramids absolutely are the last remaining on Earth. Uh, limestone was used to decorate. I already said that. Look at me go. I'm ahead of the thing. Pyramid actually had an invisible door built into it. <laughs> Heavy stones were used in the construction of the pyramid. And this is where I get off track. And, and, um, and by heavy stones, Jerry, let me explain. <clears throat> These stones, the smallest of the stones were two tons. Where do you think the smallest of the stones would be located on the pyramid? Uh, I would hope at the top, but yes. I'm sure. No, no, you're right. Was it? Okay. Good. Um, the biggest ones on the bottom, 50 tons Jeez, plus. Okay. okay. Now, they say, <laughs> they, they estimate that these were moved 50 miles from the quarry to the site of the pyramid using manual labor, rolling them on logs, and using levers to put them in place. 50 ton rocks i think they also believe that pulleys were used lifting correct um i i have not i think that they, it's a theory but they yeah, have not found any actual actual just a pulleys. theory no proof no and nothing left they also think that at some point maybe there was man-made canals and they used water but if you put a 50 ton rock on some floating logs it's going to sink <laughs> i don't care i make the log <laughs> huh I don't care how big the no, log is. No, it's just going to sink. So this is big, big red flag number one for me. Okay, everything else, eh, we can probably work within the, we can color within the lines. This one is a big one for me. Um, as it stands today, with all our big brains and stuff, and all our big hydraulic equipment, we have no means to lift a fifty-ton rock. Period. <laughs> They're going to tell me that 20,000 dudes hooked to a rope on some rock How you getting it to the roller, first off, are going to roll logs down and carry it 50 miles in 10 years? Not happening. You can't make me complete. You could do it on a computer and say that it's legit. I don't buy it. In your research, does it tell how many individual stones? Uh, yes. Um, somewhere, and, and I'll get to that in just a second, 
It's an enormous amount of stuff. That's my point. If you could do this once, <laughs> maybe. I, I don't see how. Maybe. This but thing, hundreds and hundreds or probably thousands of times. Not only that, Jerry, doing uphill and taking it around corners. The, How tall is this, this thing? This 413 feet. So not just uphill. <laughs> Once you finally Listen, get there, the top one's 400 feet. The prevailing down. building theory for building the pyramids is they used an earthen ramp. Once they figured out, did the, the bottom, they started building an earthen ramp all the way around it to build place and put these stones. You know what their most advanced technology is that they had to do this with what? a plumb bomb yep. a metal thing on a string yep these things are perfectly placed within tolerances that humans today can't build skyscrapers in not only were they perfectly placed they were perfectly Yes. Perfect. Uh, how? How do you come up with <laughs> and you don't have any, days and, and you don't have any metal tools? How? How do you even get them designed <laughs> to be that accurate? Exactly. Or move them or do any of it. Yeah. Here's the other, here's red flag number two for me. Okay. Let's just pretend that all of what we just said happened. Okay. It they say that to finish all the pyramids in Giza, okay, the Red Pyramid, the Great the Great Pyramid of Giza, the other two that really don't have a name that I'm aware of, and if they do, nobody cares about it because they're, you know, not the Great Pyramid. It says it took 20 years to build all of them. No, I remember <laughs> reading that. Um, and that it only took about 20,000 dudes who were, and I, as I told you right before we started the show, forced paid labor. <laughs> um, yeah, you're not farming right now, so you're going to work on our, 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 our pyramids. Here's some dollars. Here's some food. Here's a place to live. Now, all of that could be true. They have excavated in the area around the pyramids in the ground a place where you would find um, uh, tombs for builders and educated men and, and even workers. They may only be a small hut, but it is a tomb nonetheless. Um, and that's what makes them think that they were paid, that they weren't slaves. Why would you do that for a bunch of slaves? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, after its completion, the Pyramids of Giza, especially the Great Pyramid of Giza, was the tallest building in the world. Here's the crazy part. It was the tallest build man-made structure in the world until about 300 years ago, 250, 300 years ago. <laughs> Thousands of years, it was the tallest man-made structure in the world. It rose to a height of 146.7 meters, um, and it was about 10 meters taller than it is today. That would be the limestone casing and the cap being removed from it. It's uh it was the tallest, oh it was the tallest, it was the tallest structure in all the world made by man for 3,800 years. Um finally uh 
England's Lincoln, Lincoln Cathedral in 1311 was created, um, which was taller than the pyramids. Um, oh, here you go. How many? I'm going to let you take a guess. You had asked me a minute ago, how many blocks did it take to make the great the Great Pyramid of Giza? Uh, take a guess. 2,500. 2,500. I'll say go a little higher because I'm a generous guy. 12,500. I'll give you one more guess, and I'll say you can go a little higher. 125,000. 2.5 million blocks. That was what I was getting at earlier. It, right. These things that we're talking about, for it to happen once, we don't know how it happened once. We can't begin to fathom. But how many? 2.5 million? 2.5 million. And some of which are completely massive. There is, in the king's chamber, it is lined with pink granite. Solid slabs. It's not cobbled together. It's solid slabs for the walls and the roof and the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna see you haul those over with some with some roller logs and some men with a rope. Float them down a river. Yeah, please do. I'd like to see that. In fact, I'd like you to find me the river that has all of them still attached. That's at the bottom of the river. That's great. I'd like to fish there. That's probably good fishing territory at this point. Yep. The stones for this chamber alone. Okay. For the king's chamber, the red, the red granite, between twenty-five and eighty tons, and they were brought five hundred miles from their quarry spot to the pyramids. The estimated number of materials used were five million tons of limestone. That's the casing on the outside. Eight thousand tons of the granite <laughs> floating down a river. <laughs> Crazy, right? Very much so. Now, it says that the laborers and everything had their own tombs. I brought that up, and, you know, that very well could be truth. It does say the ancient, the ancient Egyptians did have a, a very specific way of breaking stone. Um, they didn't have any iron tools. What they would do is carve holes. Now, listen to this. 20 years they did this, 2.5 million rocks, all right? Still tracking? They said that they carved holes in the rock, stuck a piece of wood in it, then got the wood wet, so when the wood expanded, the rock would break. Red flag number three. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, I've already covered that slaves didn't actually build them pyramids for a, a lot of years. People and scholars thought that they just used slave labor to build them. But they think, and the reason that they discount that is because of the tombs that they've discovered outside the pyramid. And um, because of its perfection, they didn't think that slaves would care enough to make it as perfect as it is. So they change from slaves to forced labor. <laughs> right. <laughs> so much better. Yeah, yeah. Um, the pyramid's entrance faces north. I don't know why that's a fact. I don't really care. The The cool thing about it is it's the entrance isn't at the base. You know, it's not like a big base where you would walk into it. It's 17 meters above the base. So it's up there. 50 feet, yeah. roughly. Yeah. Whew. I'll get through these and then we'll start getting to the, the conspiracies about all this stuff. <laughs> 
Um, but you know, I can already tell you, and I don't mean jump the gun. So no, no, go ahead. Not, no, 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 no. We'll get to it in a minute. Go ahead. The king's chamber was completely empty. Everything but the pharaoh's sarcophagus. That's the only thing left in the room. That was it. But we Nothing. do believe that there probably was a lot of stuff in these rooms initially, but that over the these things were made public many, many years ago. Yeah, and we think yeah. that a ton and of stuff that, was stolen. They had right? been they had been a quote looted. You know, but again, no record of anything right. that was ever found in there. So No, I thought we pretty much knew there was stuff there. We don't that's the thing. We assume there was stuff there because we assume it was a king's tomb because of the sarcophagus that's there. Uh, but there's, we have no, you know, when King Tut's uh, tomb was found, we had pictures of everything. We right. had all this stuff. We had nothing showing that there was ever anything in the pyramids except for the sarcophagus, which is made into the ground. Right. Okay. So, but we think there probably was stuff there. They assume that there was, um, but there was nothing ever found there. So, by in recorded history, in recorded history, correct. So, <laughs> what do you think? What was you going to bring up a second ago? It's very easy to see how conspiracy theories start when there's so many questions on something like this about how the hell did it happen? Yeah. So it's really easy to see how people, the human mind wants to understand things. The human mind wants to explain the explainable. So that's where a lot of conspiracy theories originate. So with this one, you can absolutely see where a lot of people sit around going, hmm, wonder how the hell they did that. Right. And now we get to some really crazy stuff in a second. All of the openings that open in the in this pyramid that have chambers that go out. Oh, crap. Sorry about that. If you heard that, if not, I just heard it really loud. I hit my headphones. Um, are all pointed at a particular, when this was created, they can trace back and see where the stars were when this was built and was being built. They all go to very specific, uh, um, what's the? Uh, Constellation. Constellations. They all point to very specific constellations. And then, you know, there's the whole thing, like I showed you years ago. If you take a downward look at all the the pyramids and how they align and the way they align, it looks very much like a very a, a, an early microchip that we used. Remember when I showed you that picture and you were like, "Oh, <laughs> pretty neat stuff." And you add those things and you start to compile those with how the hell did these guys with no iron tools move a fifty ton rock five hundred miles? Yep. <laughs> Not only do it once, but do it 2.5 million times. <laughs> no cranes. No cranes. No motor power. No yeah. nothing. Just a you bunch of dudes. <laughs> Some camels yep. hooked up to it, maybe. I I still don't see it. I agree. So, anywho, that's kind of where we were going. Those are the facts. That's what we know, or what we think we know. Now, if, uh, oh my gosh, Mochi, you are so late. Sorry, that was me being very deliberately bad toward Mochi. (laughs) You mentioned King Tut. 
These things, they believe, were built approximately 1,200 years before sure. the rule of King Tut. And some carbon dating shows that these pyramids are actually much older than the Egyptian. That, that's one of the other things that, and I don't know how they get that number. And I tried it really in vain to find a credible source to source that today. And I couldn't, but I have seen it in several videos and several things that I was looking at, but I could never trace it back. The carbon dating put it to uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Well, you say that, but there's theories out there that there were great civilizations before our current civilization rose. Um, and they, they base that on a theory, and I forget the guy's name. I just learned about this two days ago that says we've always looked at um, our scientific data as we were always the smartest people doing the scientific data. not let we were looking at the rat in the cage not that we had somebody above us looking at us like a rat in a cage that's a whole different conspiracy for a whole different day and it gets into crazy stuff but that's what that's one of the things that, that is mentioned in the conspiracy worlds about the great pyramids that they've been around a lot longer than the egyptians and the egyptians just happened to settle because of the pyramids and, of course, the Nile, the mouth of the Nile right there. It's a very fertile area. You had a look. What was your look? Just researching. No. Good. Well, I'm glad. So, Elon Musk actually brought up a, <laughs> uh, a, a couple of Egyptian pyramid things just the other day. His, one of his statements was, and one of the theories about the Egyptian pyramids is that during biblical times, during the pestilence and during the, uh, that they were built as giant grain storage facilities. I don't buy it. Yeah, what the pyramids were? Yeah. No. But there's not enough actual room inside to no. store anything. Not, I mean, not even. Not even a little bit. Yeah, not, <laughs> so let's throw that one out the window. There, it's gone. <laughs> um, one of the more interesting ones that I really like, and I would love to be able to explore one more, comes from a man who has a little bit of intelligence about the way things work. Um, have you ever heard well, the name? Elon Musk did, but apparently not. Have you ever heard the name Nikola Tesla? Yeah, time or two. So Nikola Tesla's theory about the giant pyramids was that they were actually a power source. Now, this information comes from a lot of different reasonings behind it. Um, there are chambers under the Great Pyramids that go all the way down to the watershed. There are, and every one of the chambers is lined with a very silicon-based quartz, and that is a great conductor for electricity. Now, as they are currently, they would be useless. But with a direction, right, like the metallic top that was, there goes our bicycle guy, our motorcycle guys. Woo! <laughs> um, I make fun of them, and I ride a bike too, but I don't, I don't sit out in my yard, just <laughs> rip them up and just dome. Anywho, um, that in theory, these could have been huge power generators. I don't know the theory. I'm not a... Uh, 
what would you call that that studies the theory of electricity? I don't, I don't, I'm not that guy, <laughs> but I think it's an interesting theory. And you take that a step further. Now, Nikola Tesla said that. So you take that a step further and, and add a kernel of that truth. And then you start watching other stuff. And all of a sudden, these become charging stations for aliens. The aliens built them and they used them as a charge. That was their power source. Now, who knows? Who knows? But I think that's a neat theory. I really like that theory. You're looking at me like I got three heads. No. I actually think of a lot of the conspiracy theories I've heard you talk about. This is one of the more sensible ones. <laughs> um, there's just so much that the, that the first of all, the country of Egypt immediately told Elon Musk he was wrong. They're very guarded about what you can even speculate that the pyramids were for. And that is a point of con con concern for me. I don't understand that. <laughs> well, I mean, they can't stop anybody from saying no, whatever they want. But they always come correct very rapidly. Well, if that you... one's pretty easy to correct. Yeah, no, I get You're going to store grain? <laughs> How many bushels do you think is going to fit in here? <laughs> Enough to feed one man and a half a camel? <laughs> so there's a bunch of stuff around this area. So what else is around the pyramids that could be considered neat and wonderful? There's some theories out there, Jerry, that the pyramids are actually obelisk and that all we can still see is the top of the obelisk. Yeah, heard that. <laughs> Have you heard that as well? Uh, that would be amazing because, and there's some creditation to that because on Easter Island, for example, you know, we thought that that was an island full of heads, right? All pointed outward. Well, guess what? They're not just heads. You dig down 20 feet, we're still finding bodies. It's the it's an entire body. So oh, why does it have a because that's that was the way they did things. <laughs> they, um it's just how they did things. Anywho, so what do you think about this, Jerry? What's your thoughts? Tell me. Um about the theories you're mentioning, sure. about where do I think it comes yeah, from? We're... I think we don't know. I, I think it is probably one of those things that will never be answered 100%. Okay. There's always going to be tons of questions. It's too far removed. I, I guess one of the biggest questions I have is why is there no written record? No. They, they were writing things at this time and had been had for well before. Wonderful. I mean, they were one of the first civilizations yes, that wrote everything down. It was on hieroglyphs. But we have which no we talked information. About before, no had information. helicopters. And we have jets. nothing of how they did this. And this was, uh, it had to be, it's huge now. We still can't figure out how the hell they did it. So how big did it have to be in those days and times? And if you were writing anything down, why not write something like what? this down? Right. I mean, we have record of it in those times from travelers from outside of Egypt, traveling through uh, 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 missionaries from the Middle East coming down, um, prophets coming down to spread the word, the Christian word. They didn't tell them what they saw. They didn't tell us how it was built. Right. It was already there. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things. You're going to speculate. We couldn't build this today with modern technology. This thing is. We couldn't build this today. 
first of all. And even if we could build this today, it's sure as hell going to take us longer than 20 years to do. And that's with all the modern ingenuity and all the technology that we have available to us. That's if the whole world stopped and looked at it and tried to fix this. We just can't do it. <laughs> it's insane to me. I really, really, really feel. Now, see, back to the electricity thing. Um, the quartz crystals that lie in each chamber's interior, um, they are exceptionally enough to conduct electricity. The white tulfa limestone that can be seen on the exterior would have served to insulate and resist the electricity from escaping the confines of the pyramids. And um, the, the queen's chamber and the interior chamberways would have been the conductors. The northern shaft would have been a type of conduit um, casting like a microwave signal all across the earth. Like this thing could power the earth at that particular time. It would make a lot of sense. Now, just follow me for just a second and step outside the box. This is the biggest and the first on the planet. If you could make this do what it says here and into some sort of worldwide economic engine, electrical engine, it would certainly explain why pyramids popped up around the same time all over the earth. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, right? It is. But things like that don't disappear without a trace. Technology you like that think. doesn't disappear without a trace. And there's literally, not just here, but nowhere in the world is there any history, any anything to suggest that, that ever existed. Right. Here's, a, here's the thing that might be a little scary to you, though, Jerry. Even with all our technology today, if humans disappeared today, right now, all the humans on Earth disappear, the Earth would reclaim everything that we've ever built within 150 years. There might be some skeletons no. of the, yes, look it up. Well, <laughs> here's estimated. the problem with that. 150 years? There's buildings that are thousands of years old. So how in the next 150 years? They're is that it going? old because we've been around to maintain them. Not all of them. We didn't. How long? How long have we been trying to maintain the pyramids? The last 200 years. Yeah. 300. Well, that's how did it last for the rule. few thousand of years before that? I'm just saying. That's. I'm just giving you what the speculation. Is. Steel, concrete. Yeah. How does nature reclaim that in 150 years? Rust, I guess. I don't. It doesn't know. rust in 150 years. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some pretty bad. You ever seen a Ford. Jeep product? No, <laughs> not a Ford. Ford's a good yeah, product. I've seen some very. Actually, General Motors is probably the worst. Pickup trucks is better known for rust than Ford. The worst. I'm just saying that that is one of the better of the conspiracy theories. Personally. I love it. Again, this you're always going to have conspiracy theories about the pyramids because we bottom line is we don't know how they did it. We have no idea. <laughs> Our motorcycle friends. Woo! Yep. Hey, so we're running close on time already. I'm glad we only decided to do one because this is a lot of fun. So what I'd like to do is throw a challenge out there to the the listeners. Jerry, tell them where one one more time where they can get in with us and 
if they want to hear book two about a specific thing, we've got some suggestions on here, but this goes away. We don't see this after at the end of the show. We don't get to see this. I wish or, it wasn't that way either. Huh? I wish it wasn't that way. I oh, I agree. I agree. It didn't go away. I absolutely agree, but it does. So yeah. if you want to see a specific show in the future about a new conspiracy theory like Stonehenge, like uh, another good one, um, whatever, uh, give us a text. Send us an email to the email at newsworthy with Stephen Jerry at gmail.com. The text message at area code 540-709-1318. Okay. So are you ready for me to wrap up with what I actually believe happened? Um, sure. Not really what I actually believe, but what I think is plausible. Back in the early, some of the earliest writing and manuscripts that we have, it's from the Sumerians, right? Okay. Um, the Sumerian tablets. That has all been translated, and they talk about a very specific, to them, what would be, would be a god, the Anunnaki. Um, and the Anunnaki is the basis for, and I'm using air quotes again, ancient aliens. It is what most people believe that the people the, those days saw. And if you saw something coming from the sky, coming out, smoke, flames, whatever, you would view them as gods. I can't imagine that there's a world that if the pyramids were not built some weird, mysterious rate by humans, that this is this can't be a otherworldly. Honestly, I, I really don't see how a civilization that doesn't even have the capacity to make iron tools moves a fire uh, uh what did i say 50 it was? ton a 50 ton rock 500 miles repeatedly 2.5 million tons exactly now as as the 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 day went around they got progressively smaller but your entire base i mean we didn't even get to into the mathematics of the pyramids the math math because numbers i was going to roll up but numbers are boring on radio they're boring on a podcast I would encourage everyone to look up the mathematic equations involved in the pyramids to the point that we don't even build skyscrapers today. Things are going to be, you know, 100 stories tall are not built to the exact measurements like the pyramids were. You're not going to convince me as far advanced as a civilization as the Egyptians were that they built that using a plumb bomb. It's not happening. I absolutely refuse to believe. Yeah. And that's, once again, why there's so many conspiracy theories. Now, once again, I still go back to what I said. Whether it's, if it was aliens, they didn't come here and exist long enough. 20 years, you said, it took to build these? They, they didn't come here and stay for 20 years and leave behind any evidence. You can't convince me that aliens would come here and people who could write wouldn't write about them. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I bring up the Anunnaki. They were written about. No, not, not helping build a pyramid. No, you're not right. Anything there was no direct had, connection. I get that. Not only no direct connection, there was no writing about any group of people that had technology that was capable of doing anything similar to this. I agree. Was, was there things written about 
gods, unexplained things that they believe. Sure. We've always dreamt and we've always talked about things that, you know, that we didn't understand. Uh, yeah. But, but zero evidence left behind. So that, Nothing. I don't see how that happens either. I can throw out a hundred more theories about it. The into, into the people from Atlantis helped build the pyramids, um, sure. which some people speculate that their city was actually Atlantis was actually in the middle of Libya at the eye of whatever the Sahara Desert. I forget the name of it. Um, so it wouldn't be that far at that point. There's a million con, but like you said, there's no proof. Even the people who are experts, air quotes, have no clue. They're they're speculating, they're guessing, they're making assumptions. We don't know. And that is why the pyramids are one of the last, or the only last remaining wonder of the world. Anywho, so please reach out to us. Um, let me, let, let's hear from Ed Locke real quick before we get out of here today. How about that, Jerry? Let's do it. Hi, this is Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. When it comes to buying a home, the process can be overwhelming and confusing. With so many options, it can be hard to know where to start. That's why it's important to work with a certified mortgage loan originator. I have the knowledge and expertise to guide you through the process and find the best mortgage option for you. I will work with you every step of the way to ensure that you are getting the best deal possible. So if you're looking to purchase or refinance, please reach out to me at 502-680-0953. So don't take on the stress of buying a home alone. Work with me and I will make your dream a reality. Trust the professionals and make your home buying experience a positive one. MLS ID 448908, DAS Acquisition Company, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, MLS ID 227262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is equal housing opportunity. Man, he's getting fast at that, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he is. We did those videos yesterday, and, and those were just really fun. He did a bunch of those. I, I call him, I've always called him Edlock, International Man of Mystery. Now he's Edlock, International Man of Mystery, and future movie star. There you go. <laughs> Anywho, guys, we appreciate it. Please, wherever you hear, he heard us. <laughs> Wherever you're listening to us tonight, if you like the episode, like, subscribe, do all the button things. You know how to do it. Uh, it really helps us in the end. And if you can't see the light, be the light.